everyone, welcome back to another episode of Arcadia. Today, I'll be joined by two special guests, Naomi Manasse and Zara Wibasana. Hey everyone. Hi. Hello, hello. How about let's do some quick introductions in honor of the new school year. I'm Naomi Manasse. I am a senior in the 12th grade. Um, I am in the law and public policy program. And at Eden, I am the outreach coordinator. I'm essentially in charge of coordinating all the clubs and like doing club collaborations as well as like getting Eden's name just like out there and within the student body. So um, I'm Zara and I'm a senior in the Allied Health Magnet and I am the executive design director for Eden. So that basically entails leading the team of visual directors, my lovely, lovely visual directors, Tommy and Viviana and our three new interns, Jay, Yonke and Bibi. I love them so much. And yeah, we're just responsible for designing the magazine, making sure at least the design aspect just like matches aligns the actual piece and photography and yeah yeah and they're very amazing people if you see them in the hallway say hi and you guys already know me I'm Faiza I'm also a senior um, in IMP um, but you already know all about my position so I'll just move on now as you two mentioned we're all seniors so how's the new school year treating you with college apps and stuff like that um <laughs> it's definitely been going um it's not too too bad um I'm full day so I do have like the stress of like Oh, I think, no, we're all full day. day. Yeah, but yeah. So, you know, we have the stress of like regular classes and like dealing with schoolwork, but also dealing with college applications and then dealing with clubs. And like me and Zara both work at Ocrest, you know, (laughs) shout out to the Crest. So we had to deal with that too. So it's a little stressful, you know, but... I'm I'm hanging in there. I would say that I'm about the same just with like where Naomi is at too because I think in the beginning of the school year it felt a lot more stressful because during the summertime I was kind of taking it easy and then suddenly I just have eight classes. I'm a full day senior and I have a job and then I have more responsibilities Um, but I think that now that we're we're actually it's November 1st and it is D-Day first (laughs) and somebody has not submitted me (laughs) but yeah so it's it's a celebratory day i would say and i think that after this it'll be a lot less stressful at least for most of us there's always regular decisions there's there's always regular decision but i think that I think I'm going to give myself some grace and pat myself on the back. I agree. I agree. For me, it's like a combination of like, oh, it's senior year. I should be taking things easy. But and then you also have these looming deadlines in front of you. And it's like constant reminder that you have something to do all the time. As a full day senior, it's kind of hard to get that break in between. Well, moving on, the school year's first edition is Magic and Mystery. So what is your favorite part about this publication? Um, I definitely say that I absolutely love the design. I think that the design team, I I, I guess I'm very proud of how we worked together for this issue in general because we kind of met before actually designing and we were kind of just giving our ideas and letting it free flow into the room in in Miss Calva's room and we had like a little notion with our design system and fonts we wanted to use what colors and the vibe and throughout the issue itself there's a lot of halftone which we design in Photoshop with a very nice in-depth YouTube tutorial (laughs) because because I'm gonna say like I didn't know how to do that beforehand but I I just really loved experimenting with halftone we also learned a lot 
lot from at least balancing our design, our vision for the magazine. I really love Viviana's pages with I think Debbie's piece. Um, I love that and Rihanna's piece too with A Glimpse of Voidness and it just looked really good and I'm very happy with how it came together and how it looks for this issue. I agree. Similar to Zara, I feel like the pictures, like each like issue, I'm always staring at the photo submissions because they are genuinely just so good. Like, I don't know how we have so many like talented individuals here, each like perspective. And like, I feel like it's nice because a lot of them are like black and white, which is like interesting, like a kind of like contrast to like what we normally see with like fall. We envision like the colors and like vivacity of fall and like all of the changing colors. But like the black and white is just like a nice touch. Yeah. I feel like in a trip to that like mysterious theme and yeah I just I just love it all I also really love how in Isabella's piece uh, I think BB designed this page and she added like a little color palette with a grayscale mm -hmm. and I just I don't know I thought that was really cute and how you know we we're talking about black and white mm -hmm. um, just love I really love the design for for this issue the title alone too like I don't know yeah. was that design oh the font yeah like the yeah, font darkness for it secret yeah yeah I like it I like the yeah, way it's I... like splattered on the page yeah, yeah. it looks uh -huh, good uh -huh. yeah very spooky very spooky <laughs> Yeah, I definitely love how like everything kind of comes together, especially with the pieces. In Becca's photo, the only thing that's um, colored is the house. And I think that kind of isolation is what I wanted to talk about in my piece, Falling in Fear, that's actually part of this uh, publication. And I think a lot of people's pieces kind of focus not just on sp spooky stories that we associate with mystery and magic, but kind of like the mystery of oneself, a self-reflection. That's kind of what Rihanna talked about in her um, piece. So yeah, that's that's what I really loved. And another thing that I really liked was the fall quiz in the middle of the publication. Uh, <laughs> I had mostly C's, which meant that uh, it recommended me a horror movie marathon to do with my friends. But what are your guys' results? I got mostly B's, and I think it told me that I should carve pumpkins um, because I like hanging out with my friends and um, being creative. I thought it was pretty accurate, although like I, I did like the idea of a horror movie marathon. I just, I love watching movies. I got mostly A's, which recommended a corn maze and doing that with like your friends and or family and stuff. And I think I would have to agree with Zara, like I would prefer the horror movie marathon, but I think maybe that was the point like to get out of your comfort zone because I normally wouldn't do something like that and the horror movie marathon is something I would do but yeah I feel like a corn maze would be fun and I might you know pitch that to my friends if it's still like in season and everything and yeah and it talked about like problem solving skills which I don't know if I have enough of those to like solve that but it would be fun I feel like most of the time we would just be laughing it'd be you know nice but um, don't think we would escape. Um, I wouldn't bet on that, but like, it'd be fun. Yeah, I think all of these activities that the quiz recommended were all fun, and I feel like they could all apply to everyone's situation. Like, I honestly do not like horror. Horror movies are not my vibe, but I really do like watching movies, especially watching movies with friends. Like, I'm that one person who can't shut up when I watch something <laughs> unless I'm in a movie theater. So, like, I sound like a movie commentator, and I feel like that's kind of what this quiz like pointed out. I'm split on people 
like that because I feel like I feel like it's annoying when it's like you're constantly asking questions, but then there's a person who like asks those like guiding questions, and it's like, duh, like I want to participate. Like we should be conversing. Like why are we watching together? Like why would we watch in silence? This, this kind of reminds me of the time that Faiza and I went to an escape room, and it was I think it was like the ring inspired, and I just remember. I don't know what you were doing. You you were just very scared to like open the door and I'm like and I, and you were hiding behind me and I was the one who picked up the the, the phone, right? And I was I was surprised cuz the person we went with, I would have expected her to at least guide us through the entire thing. Anyone who's listening to this, if you ever have time, my greatest suggestion is for you and your friends to visit an escape room. There's one in Towson and I recommend the ring inspired one. I I think that was one of like the best experiences of my life. I was I had goosebumps. If there was a scale of how spooked I was, I was spooked, but definitely not as much as like Faiza. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it was scary. And that's what I'm saying. Like I do not like horror. Yeah, I don't know if I could do like the ring horror, like yeah. that kind of like demonic, like paranormal <laughs> horror. I, I genuinely thought that like an actor dressed as Sam- what's her name Samara or whatever from the movie like I thought she was gonna come out and scare me and I hate that I literally I hate that anything with like ghosts like dolls like yeah. the Chucky dolls no I can't for me it's like scary women yes, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah that kind of goes into like my next question what are some of your like most memorable spooky stories that you've heard of and maybe like you've had experiences with ghosts so there's this one Indonesian woman, I guess. Her name is Kundil Anak, and she's she scares me. I know she scares my dad, um, mo- most mostly. Like I, I vividly remember dressing up this certain way, and I would like just scare my dad because I would I would move in a way that Kundil Anak would like move. Uh, speaking of Indonesian like horror stories, and I don't want to get too into it, but. Um, there's this thing that my dad and I agree on is that American ghosts don't scare us, but Indonesian ghosts do. Because it's just something about having a cemetery next to a rice farm that's just yeah. the, the, the juxtaposition. Eating. You're eating, yes, you're eating next to like, you know, but I just, I just, think that, I just thought that was really funny. I was with um, my cousins in our basement and we were watching like, I don't know, there was like some kind of like old like MTV, like 2000s show and my older cousin had it on and this dude came in and he was like, you know, a smaller person and he was wearing this like devil like costume and he came and he like tormented the girls in the room and like was chasing them around the room, you know, just like light, like a prank or whatever. But me being five years old, (laughs) I was terrified out of my mind. I go to sleep, you know, that very night, and I swear I had, like, the worst, like, nightmare with that man in it. And then even prior to that, I was in a room with, like, my whole family, and we were all just, like, you know, like, chilling, like, having family time. And as I'm, like, you know, I'm small. I'm, like, what, like, three feet? I don't even know. Like, I'm five years old. And I'm, like, trying to, like, step onto the bed because, you know, at a higher, like, elevation. So I'm, like, trying to get onto the bed, and I can't. And then suddenly I, like, step on something, and I look down and I kid you not I swear it was a hand like it was a hand like I swear someone like lifted me onto the bed and I I looked down and I was like scared out of my mind but I don't know I told my teacher about this because I was so scared about it and she was like oh like we all like imagine things and I was like no woman you are not yeah I was like you are not gonna 
to gaslight me into thinking this didn't happen. Like, this definitely happened. And yeah, just like I've had this irrational fear of like little people, but like not so much anymore, but like for a good amount of time. That experience definitely like is traumatizing. I totally get it. Yeah. And I feel like the media scares you even more because I remember I was at someone's house and they were playing a ghost game, like a video game. And I was scared out of my mind because there's this thing in Indonesia. It's called pochong. Basically, it's like a it's like a white figure like with long hair and it hops. It doesn't walk, but it hops. And like I used to be so scared of that. So I like saw it in every like white figure-ish thing I saw. And that the game was mostly that. I forgot what it was about. And I literally started crying because it was like a family gathering and I was so embarrassed. But yeah, that was like one of the most memorable ones for me. And to be honest, like I know for a lot of people, the spooky season is kind of their favorite thing about fall. But for me, it's more of the leaves and the frigid weather. Like it's much more funner than I summer. I have to agree. Like it's like the leaves and like the changing colors. It's just so like endearing and like comforting to me. Like I look out, especially like right now, like on my way to school, I was just like looking up and I was like, look at the trees right now. Like they look like a painting almost. Like it's just so like beautiful in a way that like, I don't know. I feel like no other season really compares. Like you could argue like winter maybe, but like when is it snowing? Like shout to climate change. Like not anytime soon. But yeah, I just feel like fall is just so much prettier and like the weather is like the perfect amount. Like it's not too hot, not too cold. Like it's just so nice and yeah, and then it's also like the new school year too. Like I feel like the new beginnings and just like the prospect of a new year is just so nice. Like everything's just good, you know? During the fall season, I feel a lot more comfortable with, I guess, being around people. I, I think that during the summer, I just feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, um, I guess it, it's it's humid, it's hot, it's sticky, it's it's humid. I can't remember a single time I was happy during hu- when it was humid outside. I, I don't know if any of you have been to Jim Thorpe in Pennsylvania, but it's like the peak of fall foliage. It's the prettiest there and it's kind of like an old town. The leaves are just really nice. It's a perfect time to go upstate. One of the Wright brothers, like they have a house. Now everyone has to go there because okay, anyone who's watching this, it's like one of the Wright brothers, they have this, they designed this house and it's like, it's very pretty when, if you visit during the fall time, it's just very beautiful and the leaves are just very vibrant and nice. It's definitely like a combination of the weather and the scenery. Like it's so beautiful. And like, I love just transferring my wardrobe into sweaters. I, I miss those during the summer that I cannot wear because it's so hot. And also just the traditions that come with fall. I remember being scared by like a ghost figure at one of my neighbor's house and I was scared, but you can only see that during the fall. Nobody will put that up during like summer or winter. Other than that, what are some of your personal fall tradition? I feel like something about fall, like Taylor Swift just hits different. Like you really can't, like you can listen to her in the summer, but something about fall, like she just hits. And like lately it's not 
nothing but Taylor Swift. Yes. Like, I I wholeheartedly agree with this. I was actually, Faiz and I were talking about this, yeah. but <laughs> I feel like Taylor Swift is such a seasonal artist that it's yes. like folklore and evermore and just actually her entire discography. Yeah. I feel like I can only listen to her music during this like time of the year, yes. during the fall, during the winter, spring, summer, like maybe like one song, let's say. I'll, I'll listen to her like, cool you know, yeah, Cool Summer, <laughs> her Lover album. But it's something about Taylor Swift and the fall and all too well. And it's just all... It, I think it's also because she released that song during this last time, like last year. Yeah. So I definitely associate all too well with the fall time. <laughs> um, and I was just looking at like my top like artists and it's like Taylor Swift this month. It's like my entire playlist, like Seven, Lover, Cardigan, yeah. like just Cardigan all of them are just so good. Yeah. Yes. It's odd to listen yes. to Cardigan in the summertime. Right. It's like, yeah. it's forbidden. Yeah. yeah. For me, August is one of my favorite songs by Taylor Swift, but I cannot listen to it out of fall or out of August because it only applies to yeah. that time. And also like candles. I feel like candles yeah. are very like fall. I guess they could, you know, be throughout the year, but just I feel yeah. like they belong in fall. Just have like yeah. that whole like Pinteresty setup. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just no, like have the candle, you know, running and like having like Taylor in the background. I, I don't know. I feel like we romanticize fall so much because yeah. it's just such a warm season yeah. to be around um, other people and also just to light up a candle, listen to some Taylor, do your homework, and then maybe watch a movie afterwards. I think it's just like very cute. And also one of my favorite ones is Thanksgiving. I don't really eat turkey during Thanksgiving, but I do like the idea of gratitude and thankfulness for everyone around you. So what are you guys thankful for this year? Thanksgiving kind of comes across as cheesy a lot to people. Like, <laughs> oh, like, what are you thankful for? But I feel like this year I kind of want to work to genuinely think like about gratitude and like the things in my life that I kind of take for granted. For example, like my family, my health, you know, my friends like I really do have a good life and lead a good life so I feel like I should be more thankful for that and you know just practice gratitude throughout the year but as far as like you know what I'm thankful for like things I just said like my family <laughs> I'm from a family of six and I have three two younger siblings two younger sisters and an older wow. brother yeah so oh it's God. a bit packed but yeah. yeah and I just I don't know I'm grateful for them because I just always have like someone to talk to and you know I feel like family events would be a lot more boring if I didn't yeah. And have my siblings exactly. so thankful for that and yeah also my health because you know 2020 was a wild year we're in 2022 but still we're thinking about 2020 and COVID pandemic and you know health is something to be grateful for for sure I'm thankful for and and I should be pulling up that one clip of Snoop Dogg going <laughs> like I'm thankful for me <laughs> no yeah no I'm I think I'm definitely thankful for I want to say firstly my brother because he's helped me a lot through um, the summertime and just whenever I feel pretty down and low in spirit I feel like I he's just always one FaceTime call away from making my day a lot better and reassuring me just you know with positive affirmations I'm, I'm very thankful with how close our bond is and also I'm very thankful for my friends and my uh, my parents of course um, <laughs> but too. no I, I am I am but they, they already know how thankful I am for them my friends especially I think that after having that my like 18th birthday party I really got to see how like you know lucky I am to have very 
great friends that who appreciate me and um and I definitely appreciate every one of you if 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 you're listening to this. I appreciate you, Naomi and Faiza. I feel like Ben, Noah and I had the same conversation, which is so funny. Ben all of a sudden was like, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> and this is like just giving me deja vu. But yeah, honestly, I'm I feel the same way. A lot of my gratitude comes from my friends because I don't think I could function without my friends. Even if it's through subtle ways and if I'm feeling down and then they make a stupid joke like <laughs> like a your mama joke. Like <laughs> I I still like I feel gratitude for that. The small things really make you realize why you appreciate things. And like once you come close to losing it, you start realizing like, oh, I should cherish this more. And that's how I feel about a lot of my relationships this year because I kind of felt out of a lot of friendships during COVID, but now this year has let me rekindle those friendships and it's it's been really nice. I think that also like being in our senior year and if any underclassmen are listening to this, I'd say make the most out of your senior year. It's the last year of high school and go to that homecoming game. Which we did not go to. <laughs> You're right, we didn't go to, but it was, you know. I would really love to emphasize that senior year and, and just your high school experience in general, like study, do your best, work hard, but also give yourself a pat on the back because you deserve it and hang out with your friends and call them up sometime. Let them know that you are there for them because especially during college application season, I think a lot of us need that little check-in from our friends. I feel like you have your whole life to be stressed. Like we're always going to be doing something. I think taking the time to like care for yourself and, you know, care for others is really important because, you know, you, you only live once, you know, YOLO, like, and we're young right now. So I feel like, you know, a lot of us take on sometimes like more than we can actually chew. So I feel like taking Taking a little bit off of your plate if need be like that's that's something you should you know work on and I think that kind of ends this because I was gonna ask you for advice but I feel like you guys already went through that well I guess this wraps up our slightly spooky edition of Arcadia so everyone make sure to check out this season's Eden edition already out it's called magic and mystery you can find it in our Instagram bio and we hope that you're all enjoying the pumpkin spice lattes to warm you up this fall until next time thank you to all of you our listeners and especially for Naomi and Zara for joining us. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye everyone. <laughs>